Welcome to the Faith Led Business Podcast, a place where God and business come together so that you can answer your God given calling through your unique gifts. I am your host, Monica Perez Burnett, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach. I love all things apps, and I'm aiming to live a life full of faith over fear. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about what truly sustains us, both in business and in life. And I actually share some pretty intimate details of my own personal experiences and struggles around specific things that I need to work on so that I can see God show up in my life more powerfully. So I hope that this episode uh, gives you the motivation that you are looking for to perhaps make some changes that are well overdue. So go ahead and let's get started. What is it? What is it, my friends, that actually can sustain us? Today, we're going to be looking at Matthew 4, 4, and this is what it says. It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. We may feel like we are in a place of starvation. We may feel like we are in a place of deficit. We may feel like everything that we have known is gone. That is our safety net. That is our comfort place. That is what we are used to. You know, we've said over over time, we learned that 90% of our life is lived out of habits. And so we're used to eating. We're used to eating specific things. We're used to eating bread to sustain us. We're used to being in a specific relationship to sustain us. We're used to staying at a specific job to sustain us. We're used to being in a specific maybe mindset to sustain us because perhaps if it's a mindset that we can always complain about, it gives us something to talk about and therefore we get attention and that sustains our need for approval. There are so many things that we look to in this life to sustain us. And yet God is saying it is written Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Do you long to hear God's voice declaring his love for you? There are so many ways you can drink in you can drink in the great depths of his love for you. One of those is to read God's love letter to you, which is his word. It is the Bible daily. Don't miss a single opportunity to hear him and he will be nourished in a whole new way. He will nourish you in a whole new way. Not a day goes by, I'm guessing, when you don't talk to or connect in some way with your spouse or best friend. It keeps that relationship healthy. 
Well, we would be crazy to think that our relationship with God needs any less attention. Not only does his word feed your soul, but God loves you when you cherish his words. And so we're talking about feeling sustained today. What is it? What is it that we feel we need in order to survive? What is it that we feel we need in order to feel whole? What is it that we feel we need in order to be an an entrepreneur? What is it that we feel we need in order to feel loved or special? God is asking us today to come back, to come back to the truth. And the only way that we can come back to the truth is knowing what the truth is. And this is why I say it every single, I'd say if you went back to 131 of these episodes, you would hear me saying the word truth in there. Why? Because our lives are governed so much by lies and habits that are embedded in those lies that unless we have consistent, constant awareness that those lies exist and that we are acting within them and we are not reminding ourselves to go back to the truth, well then, where will we go? We will go to the place that is most comfortable for us. And I know for a fact that in my life, when it has been a moment of struggle or strife, that is when I go to his word. It's like my last resort. Oh my gosh, I've tried everything. Now I need God to come and perform the miracle in my life. Don't you think that's kind of how we operate? I'm bopping along in my life. I'm bopping along doing the things here and there, doing the things. And then all of a sudden something hits and boom, it knocks me off my feet. And that is when I say, oh my gosh, I'm about to fall. I need someone to pick me up. And so we run to his word to feel, to feed ourselves basically so that we can feel replenished so that we can feel like we can get back up. And he's saying, I don't want it to operate in that way. I have a bigger plan for you than for me to just be your last resource so that you can see the miracle. That's not how I want our relationship to be. I want it to be a give and take. I want it to be a place where you are in those moments of joy, in those moments of reaching your goals, in those moments of feeling ecstatic. That's where I want you to see me present. That's where I want to hear your praise. Just as big as those moments when you are screaming out to me because you feel like there is no hope left. See, lots of times we are waiting for God to perform a miracle in our lives. 
Lord, I have no money. I am broke. I need a miracle. I need for you to show up at the door with a miracle. That's what comes out of our mouths. And I heard Christine Kane say the other day, you know what? Many times it's not a miracle problem. It's a management problem. It's not a miracle problem. It's a management problem. In other words, have you been managing your money wisely? Have you invested in the things that you need to invest so that you are sustained? Or have you been careless with your money and therefore when you are in crunch time, there is nowhere to pull from? These are the moments. It's not that God come fix all the things. It's God come and fix me. Because the moment that I get money once again, what will happen? And then, you know, that that moment of despair passes and you get the money once again, what happens? The exact same thing because we are run by our habits. And so the prayer isn't God come and perform a miracle in this circumstance and in the situation. Many times it is God come and fix me so that this won't happen again. Lord, my health is so awful. Lord, I am in so much pain. Lord, I have the biggest headache because we know we didn't sleep well the night before. But was that a choice that we made because we felt we needed to be doing something until one in the morning? Or is the health problem, like in my case, I know it's completely 100% my fault. It's my fault. I may have some genes that have tendencies in one way or another, but I know what I eat. I know how much I move or I don't move. And so, and so I'm going to tell you a quick story. Now, for those of you who aren't used to hearing stories of God in action, uh, don't be spooked <laughs> or anything, but I just felt led right now to share with you an experience that I had. And um, and it and it correlates very specifically to this whole point where sometimes it's a it's a thing of mismanagement versus waiting for the miracle. So I have had health issues for a long time, many, many years. In fact, they started popping up after um, both sets of twins were born more significantly. I think for my body, I'm kind of more of a petite person and I had eight people inside of me. <laughs> That's a lot for one body to take. And because the younger set of twins were in vitro twins, um, or both sets of twins were in vitro twins, I had a lot of hormones and things pumped into my body, which I don't think it agreed with very well. And so 
And so I started to have some more significant health problems. And I've been dealing with them for a long time where my arms would go numb, where every day I would feel like my heart was being just squeezed and I was going to have a heart attack any second. And, um, and you guys have heard in the past, those of you who've known me for a while, I would spend days in bed. I just could not move. And so let me tell you where God spoke to me specifically about me asking for a miracle. And he came back and said, Monica, I will give you the miracle, but I need you to go into management mode with what you need. So about a year ago, when I joined Sanctuary Girl in their HQ, in the corporate team, uh, I went for their opening, their opening day um, about a year ago. I went to Atlanta. And we had a, um, before that, I wasn't feeling very well, the two weeks before that. I don't even know why I'm telling you this story, but it's just coming, so bear with me. <laughs> so um, a few weeks ago, before I had to go, I was not feeling well. I'm like, I need to cancel. I really shouldn't even be there. There's no way. I'm probably going to have a heart attack on the plane. I shouldn't be there. And, um, and I had a dream. I had a dream where I saw a bunch of people praying over me. I was sitting down and there were a bunch of people just praying over me. And you could see in that dream that there was just this very big presence of God. And he said, Monica, you are not going to cancel that trip. You are going to go to Atlanta because you need to experience this. And I was like, okay. So I got on the plane. I went, I wasn't feeling well. In fact, there were a few moments where I had to go back to, uh, to the hotel and, um, and rest because I was just, wasn't feeling well. Well, Saturday night came and we were about to wrap up. We were about to wrap up and God said, can you just raise your hand and ask for prayer? And I said, okay, I'm going to ask for prayer. Lauren was there. She'll never forget that. So, so, so this is, this is, uh, this is what happened. I raised my hand. People walked over. I was sitting in a chair and they started praying over me. It was the exact image I had had in that dream the exact image that I had in the dream. And it was very intense and it was very, you could feel God moving. You could feel the Holy Spirit moving in that place. We had some people speaking in tongues. I mean, it was crazy, right? I felt the Holy Spirit move in me in that moment. And here is the, here is the miracle, yet the lesson. And this is why I'm, I am sharing this with you. When I got back to the hotel room after that, this, this necklace that I wear is very special to me for this reason. Not only it's the heart of Sanctuary Girl, is it, it has the Sanctuary Girl logo on it. It has a little world. There's a little blue ball inside. Um, it's like the world, right? The mission to take God's word to the world. But... What happened with this little thing when I got to the hotel is the miracle. And I even have the picture somewhere in my phone. I can show it to you if you want. Where this 
this little heart of sanctuary girl is lying. When I went to change and put my PJs on after this experience, I moved it over a little bit. And no joke, because I remember Cheryl was there in the room with me. She can testify to this. This whole area right where this was, was like this big, raised off of my skin. It was the most bizarre thing. It was almost like it was extracting something from me. This big, 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 I mean, and just where this heart was. And so before I went to bed, I was like, okay, that's weird. And then before I went to bed, I started praying and I was like, God, I am believing and trusting in you for this healing. I've been sick for a long time. I am believing and trusting in you for this healing. And that night we had a little chat <laughs> because he said to me, Monica, you are healed. You are healed. But, but there is a caveat here. You need to do the things to bring that healing on. Because this is something that you can actually fix. This is something that you don't need me to step in for. This is something that you can fix. You are healed. You just haven't decided to be healed. And that's where I was like, shoot. <laughs> That was the first thing that came to mind. Oh my gosh. I'm like telling you guys my, my innermost thoughts. <laughs> I was like, shoot, I wanted to, this to be like, it's done and done. I don't have to worry about it anymore. And he said, no, this is something that you, you need to be responsible for. And Monica went on her way believing in that miracle, yet not completely acting upon it. Why? Why? Because habits, habits run us. And you would think, Monica, you had such a big encounter. Your dream came true. You had something sucked out of you when this little thing was on your, on your body here. Don't you see God moving and acting and he's saying, you know what? Some things are just on you. And for me, that was a huge lesson. And that is something that I'm actually still working on because habits are very powerful in our lives. And so do I believe in the miracle of healing? I do. And I'm not saying that this is the case for everyone, right? That it's just up to us. There are people who have issues that are bigger, right? But in my case, and I'd say in the case of many people, a lot of the things that we deal with are things that don't need a miracle. They need better management. And then what do we do? We whine and we complain about where we are, about our circumstances, about our living circumstances, about our health circumstances, about our financial circumstances. And we are cursing every aspect of our lives. We're cursing every aspect. I hate this. 
I hate this about this. I hate this about that. Since when can God come and bless something that you are cursing? That I am cursing. How can he come in and make something new if you don't even recognize or have gratitude in the place that you are? How does he know you're going to have gratitude for the miracle if you can't even have the gratitude to be alive? To at least have some food to sustain you. To have the things that you need in order to feel satisfied. I'm talking 100% me right here. I am preaching to myself. Because that has been my issue. I whine and complain about not feeling well, yet I don't do a damn thing about it. There you go. And so, God's word is truth. And he is saying, look, I'm here to perform for you. But I need you to also be a co-participant in this. If you are going to ask me for anything, I need to be sure that if I give it to you, you are not only going to appreciate it, but you are going to bear fruit with it. And you are going to be a testimony. A testimony to my faithfulness. But I can't be faithful with you if you are not faithful with yourself first. If you don't make the commitment first. I want consistency. I don't want to be the backup plan. God wants to be first on the list. He wants to be the go-to. And the reason why he's saying it's written, man shall not live on bread alone, but every word that comes from the mouth of God is because his word brings life. See, if I had been in the word, no joke, since last year, if I had been in the word, I know that I wouldn't have fallen back into my old habits. Because every time I would be aware when there was a lie from the enemy saying, go ahead and eat that cookie, Monica, knowing that sugar is hurting my body because I deal with a lot of inflammation. It's true, friends. It's true. And so we are waiting for the miracle from God, yet we are not acting in a way that lets him work. We need to be thankful. We need to live in a place of gratitude so that he can come into, even in those shattered and broken places, so that he can come into those places and renew and redeem and refresh and create new things out of that. And lots of times we don't expect the miracle to happen when it is time for the miracles to come because the numbers don't add up. The numbers just don't add up. How is this even possible? There's no way this can happen. 
And it's almost like a saying that because the numbers don't add up, that disqualifies God from being God. We're shooting the miracle down before we even give it a chance to manifest, a chance to be seen by ourselves and by others. We need to hold on to a word that will sustain us. We need to be committed and all in to that word that sustains us. Because once again, the lies are all around us and the lies is what's going to take us to that place of habit, to that place that says you are much better off being comfortable than being uncomfortable. I haven't exercised, I'm telling you, probably, I don't know, a few years. Come on, Monica. What's up? You know that you need this if you want to get better. Why aren't you doing it? Because it's easier. It's easier to stay in a place of pain than to stay committed to the transformation. That's what I've told myself in the past. But today is a new day. And that's the beautiful thing. I am not willing to let another day go by. And I'm telling you publicly. Because I've promised it many times to Jared. Saying, I'm going to start today. And then the next day, it doesn't happen. We need to be able to function. Even when those things and those temptations are around us. It's not about willpower. Willpower doesn't work. It's about truth. It's about going back to the truth. My husband is a great example to me. When I met him, he did not, he uh, was a, an alcoholic, but he hadn't drank for many, many, many years. So I had never seen him drink. And then we were married for many years and we moved to North Carolina. I, we're from California. And then all of a sudden he's like, I think I'm mature enough. I think I've got this. I can handle this. So I think I can just start drinking again, just casually. Well, a few beers with the neighbors here and there. Seemed fine. I didn't notice anything. I've never been around drinkers, so I don't know what the signs are. And I didn't know him that way, so I didn't even know what to pick up with him. And then all of a sudden, a few years later, he's going and getting vodka, drinking it, and going to throw the bottles over at the pool dumpster so that I don't find them here in the house. How did it get from there to there? And so it finally came to a place where instead of me getting frustrated, I asked him, how can I help you? And he said that that question was what changed it for him. And he went ahead and he went cold turkey and he stopped. And it's been more than a year since he's had a drop of alcohol. 
I look at him and I'm like, how did he do it? That's like a physiological thing. Like you need to have this. How could he stop cold turkey and be more than 400 days in without a drop? And I can't commit to not eating sweets and not exercise. I mean, it's like, so I would beat myself up about that. I'm like, how could he do this? That's so much harder and I'm not. What the heck, Monica? <laughs> I've been saying that to myself a lot. Right? And so I, I acknowledge it. The first step in moving forward is awareness. I acknowledge it. But the next step is saying, I am 100% responsible for where I am now, regardless of how much I want to blame everything and everyone. I am 100% responsible. So if that is the case, if that is the case, some people are all or nothing, right? <laughs> some people are all or nothing. For him, it has to be all or nothing with alcohol. For me, I guess it maybe needs to be all or nothing with sweets and exercise because obviously I've proved that I can't meet halfway. I always go to the extreme. And then we reap the consequences. So God is saying, okay, Monica, you are healed. I have given you the ability to be healed. Now it's up to you to prove to me that you want it so that the miracle can happen, so that I can work in you and through you and show others what can be done. This is for all of us, friends. We all have weaknesses in one place or another. And yesterday we were talking about his strength shows up in our weaknesses. And this is why it is so important for us to stay within God's sustaining word. Because when we feed ourselves that every day, all day, there is no room for lies from the enemy to tell us that our old habits are better. To tell us that that place of comfort and complacency is a better place to be. There is no room and no space for that. But it's not something that comes automatically. It is a muscle that we must build. And we must be willing to endure the soreness of it. And that is why it is so important to have accountability. That is why it is so important to be around the people and have the support of the people that are going to help you get out of that habit. I'm talking about something personal with my health. It could be something in business. What if you're awful at following up with people? What if you're awful at doing the income-producing activities in your business? What if you're awful at staying consistent? There's a long list of things that I can tell you that I'm awful at. Yet I'm trusting that God says in his word, regardless of who you are and what you do, 
I will use the smallest of you to perform my biggest miracles. There are no qualifications in God's chart to be able to work in and through you for his glory. And that's where then I'm able to breathe. That's when I'm able to sigh and say, oh my gosh, I don't have to carry it all. I don't have to be perfect. I can do my best, but I have to actually do it. That's that's the place where I see the disconnect. He's saying, yes, go. But are you actually walking the talk, Monica? Are you walking the talk? And so that's why I love talking to you guys, because these are my own little therapy sessions that I have with you. Just verbalizing it sometimes makes me realize how ridiculous it is that I would opt for one thing and not the other. Sometimes you just have to like vocalize your actions in order to see if they are in alignment with the way that God wants you to run your race. And so today, I guess, is a day where he's saying, let's sit back at the beginning of the week and let's evaluate if you really need a miracle or if there's something in your life that you just need to manage better. We all have the answers to it. Now, the next step is, what are you going to do about it? He's saying, if you are looking to move forward, I will walk with you. If you are looking to let go of guilt and shame around that, I've got you. You are redeemed. You are more than worthy. You are loved. You are not that thing that you think defines you. I am the one who defines you. If you are looking to move forward, dive into my word because I will give you words of life. I will give you in that moment a weakness, a little kick in the butt if you need it. I will give you what you need in order to get to where you need to be so that I can use you at your fullest. I can use you because, see, the more whole, the more complete, the more united, the more our actions reflect our true beliefs about who he is. And what we are called to do, the more we can sync that together, the more he can do in us, the more he will give us to work with. Maybe I'm still stuck in a place with no income because I've never been able to manage income. And so what happens when you get more? You still can't manage it. And so what's the first thing we need to do? We need to go to some money management classes. It's not just prayer, it's action. Let's fix this, let's work on it. Let's be the people that we want to be in the future. Let's be those people today, here and now. 
That's what he's calling us to do. So I'm excited. I'm a tad nervous that I shared all of this with you because now there's a sense of accountability. Feel free to call me on it. Hey, Monica, did you get up and move today? Send me messages. I don't care. Bug me all you want. Hey, Monica, what have you been eating? Hey, Monica, have you been sleeping or are you up all night working or doing other things? We need that. We need each other. We need the body of Christ to come together to lift each other up so that it's not just a moment of hurrah, hurrah, motivational speaking, and we get all excited one second, maybe on Sundays when we hear that awesome preaching from church or whatever, but we don't decide to carry that into our Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's very easy to hear. It's a lot more difficult to implement. And so today we are going to ask the Lord to help make us strong in implementation. To help make us act upon those things that we say we need or that we want, yet we are not reflecting that in our current way of being, in our current mindset, in our current habits or our current actions. We want those things to come together. We need those things to come together. If we truly want to be the light on a hill for other people. There's no way around it. We can't say yes in one aspect and no in the other. He wants the whole package. He wants you. Because he loves you. Because he has a purpose for you. Because he has great plans for your life. You are no longer called to be in that place of complacency. And so I'm excited. Like I said, I'm a little nervous because I'm used to being the way I am. But God is calling me for bigger things. I see bigger things. I know bigger things. I know there's going to be a time when I'm going to be on stages speaking. I know there's going to be a time when I am going to be ministering and speaking to other people about God in other locations and retreats and different things. I can't do that if I'm not well. So Monica, it's time for me to decide, are you all in? Is this going to be the day? Are you willing to get to a place where you can't even hold your grandkids when they start coming? I have eight kids. I, I imagine at some point I'll have a grandchild. Unless I've jaded them so much that nobody wants to have kids. <laughs> but I don't think that will be the case. Are you going to be even be there for it? Because you're not willing to take care of your health. It's time to decide. It's time for all of us to decide. In our areas of weakness, who is going to win? So let's go ahead and pray. And let's get this week started, friends. It's time to get moving. We can do this. I need your help. You might need my help. Let's do this together. Thank you, Father, because today, honestly, you've kind of given me a kick in the butt that I definitely needed. These are reminders of 
wow, sometimes we just tend to operate in those old stories, in those the stories that I'm convincing myself that I can't because. And you are saying, Monica and everyone else, stop arguing for your limitations and trust in a limitless God. Today, we are putting these weaknesses, we are putting these habits, we are putting these things that don't require a miracle. We just need proper management in our lives. We are putting all of that in your hands, Lord. We are asking that you help us to stay accountable and you place people and circumstances in our lives that are going to help us walk the walk and talk the talk and be in alignment with you in all of it. We're tired of the pain. We're tired of the constant hamster wheel that we've been running on. We want something new. We want something different. We want to be refreshed. We want to feel relieved. We want to be sustained. And you're telling us to come back to your word every day so that you can sustain us, so that you can breathe life into us and we can truly be that person that you called out from before the moment we were in our mother's womb and said, I want this person to be this and do this and create this impact for my kingdom in the world. Help us to not be distracted. Help us to armor up on the things we need to armor up on so that the enemy won't distract us. Because this new goal will take us to a new level in our faith and in our impact. And therefore, he loses. Therefore, his mission for our lives is not accomplished. And so let us strive to be diligent, to be aware to be all in with you so that when those distractions come, we can turn the other way and continue walking with you day by day. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. That was good. That was good. I think I say that every single day. That was good because it is. I was not planning on sharing any of that with you. In fact, the devotional, I kind of steered from it. Um, but God knows what we all need to hear, I guess, including myself. So as of today, I'm staying away from the last chocolate Easter bunny <laughs> that I know is right outside the door. I am staying away from it. And I am making a commitment to actually be what he wants me to be. And I pray the same for you guys. If you guys have any prayer requests, feel free to post them here in the comments. Thank you so much for hanging out with me every day. I know these are long devotionals. I swear I plan for them to be 20 minutes and they always end up being double. So I know your time is valuable. I know you have things to do, but the truth is, Whatever comes, comes. So if it's five minutes, it's five. If it's an hour, it's an hour. But he knows what we need to hear and who needs to hear it. So I am trusting that. 
So have a fabulous day, everyone. I cannot wait to see if you feel, if you feel, <laughs> Misty saying, toss those bunnies. If you feel that you have anything that you want accountability for or prayer for, please feel free to put them in the comments as well, because that is what we are here for. That is what our community is about, supporting each other on this journey. Well, I really hope that this message uh, served you in some way. And I would actually love to hear in the comments, what are some things that you are looking to change? Uh, feel free to share with me as, like I said, we are looking to be accountability partners on this journey. Hey, if you are not yet part of our Faith-Led Business Builders free group on Facebook. Feel free to go on over there. Uh, we have these conversations and we kind of expand a little bit on them. We ask important questions that um, everybody in the group also shares. So I would love to see you over there. I will see you for another episode tomorrow.